listen everybody we're back the sharp the social of positivity still on tour in the wonderful town of Tunbridge Wells in Kent beautiful place with a beautiful person this person is very special we've been fortunate to be able to spend a couple of days with Jason what's your full name Jason Lower Jason Lower now I see Lower the thing is that I'm yeah. a teacher I get it <laughs> right Jason, could you introduce yourself to our audience and possibly your audience as well, who this will go out on YouTube, etc., Facebook, and okay. Uh, my name is Jason. I look after the creative engagement department here in uh, Trinity Theatre in Tunbridge Wells. We're a big uh, converted church uh, that was turned into a theatre 41 years ago uh, by a wonderful group of volunteers. Uh, I look after the youth theatre, the uh, work with schools and colleges. Uh, and I work with older adults, those who are socially isolated, and we really love using the arts as a tool to help people achieve their personal and creative potential. Um, and we, we, every path leads to the arts, like you people here. Yeah, and this is why it's been fascinating because when we got here, we, we kind of, because you, you do, there's all sorts of fantastic famous people that come and tread the boards here, comedians, all sorts of touring theatre. But for us, I guess, one of our at Can Do Arts, we are really interested in the grassroots and the community aspect of how people get and potentially life-changing uh, experiences through the arts. We had the pleasure of meeting your board members, your, all your different parts uh, of your, your finance people, etc., etc., and your wonderful volunteers, all of them, are really really complimentary about what you particularly do and nice. what the well it's just it just is just is i'm just making this up if i'm just making this up this is rubbish i'm not making it up that's why i was particularly interested in interviewing you because part of the reason we do this uh podcast vlog whatever it is it's on spotify if, not, if you're watching this on youtube it's also on facebook if you're watching on facebook it's also on youtube and spotify if you listen to this Good luck, everyone. You can't believe how gorgeous Jason is. Anyway, the thing is, it's about inspiring people to um, maybe have a go at something. Maybe they never thought that they could access it. It wasn't accessible to them. They didn't have a history of it. They in the family. It's not something they trained in, whatever. Um, you have a history personally. Tell us a bit about your own history with the youth theatre here. Uh, so I was uh, part of a youth theatre uh, I've been part of youth theatre since I was eight, uh, but when we moved to Kent when I was 11, uh, I joined the Oast Youth Theatre in Tunbridge and uh, it became the biggest part of my life outside of school and it was my home and the place where um, I made some incredibly lasting friendships. Uh, my closest friends all come from there and uh, we, uh, it was always described by the person who ran it, Ken Bannister, who was an incredibly inspirational man. Um, and he was a social worker and he described it as we're a youth group that does a lot of theatre. We used to do three shows a year and everyone would get involved backstage, lighting, sound, stage management and all that sort of thing. Um, and we just do plays, always plays, um, no musicals and um, it made a huge difference to my life and I got told um, uh, by my parents when I went to university and I really struggled at university being away from the structure of school and the host and my family and uh, they told me that they suspected that um, I may uh, be autistic and but they didn't do anything that gave me a diagnosis because they'd sort of seen how much the youth theatre had um, 
helped me and, and uh, how I felt confident and comfortable there and developed you know communication skills and stuff like that and so when I was in my early 20s I got a diagnosis of um, uh, autism and um, and it, it really struck me how much I, I knew I'd love my time at the ice but how positive an impact it had been on me so when I was doing work in a um, completely different field because the school told you to get a proper job uh, and don't go and do the arts um, I uh, went back and helped Ken um, and then when Ken passed away it was around the time I got made redundant and decided I want to do this full time um, and uh, so that's what I do now and we try to make Trinity more like the Oast and it is it's like the Oast but I get paid to do it <laughs> which is actually actually quite essential when you're trying yeah. to make a living the building itself is phenomenal this is a great auditorium and a great purpose for this building tell us a little bit about all the other bits that you do outside of the building which is connected to Trinity Theatre but it's your part of your community outreach yeah. name it because it's fantastic so our youth theatre a lot of that happens outside of outside of here we end up doing performances here although we also take those up to Edinburgh and we perform those in local schools and things like that um, we do a program called speech bubbles which is uh, the thing I'm probably proudest of uh, it is a drama based intervention for ages five to seven years one and two uh, children with speech language and communication needs who end up um, they're, they're the children who are just below the uh, clinical threshold so they may struggle being able to communicate, they may struggle being able to focus in class and we go and do that in uh, last year it was in 69 schools across Kent um, helping 1,200 children each week and uh, that is one of the things we do. We also have year sixes using forum theatre transition into year seven. Uh, we do work with our older adult groups who are socially isolated. Sometimes they meet here, we also run them in other places. Uh, so it's a, a singing group and a movement group, chair dancing, but not like in Chicago. Um, it's a little <laughs> bit less risque. And um, uh, we also do, uh, we, we went to France to help them be more confident with their English. Uh, and that was great fun. And uh, learned I knew less French than I thought I did. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not just about theatre, although it would be lovely if it just was, I suppose, but here's the thing, for me, I can do, we use the arts in similar areas, uh, with, we run an alternative sort of uh, complementary education programme through term time, we get kids from all over our area, from Bristol, from various places, to look at their life experiences and potential skill development, communication or confidence, etc, etc, a lot of mental health uh, aspects. Um, we do intergenerational stuff, we have the, <coughs> the social and the positivity in uh, Emery Gate, which is a shopping centre in Chippenham. So we look at the different aspects of society and how, because the arts, you'll surely agree, is a universal language. It's not intellectually based, although there's a lot of intellect about it, don't, I'm not decrying the fact that it's not or it is intellectual, but the bit that makes it really accessible is the emotional response it has. It has an intellectual and emotional response. So it's really useful. You say forum theatre, what that, uh, um, how that helps young people transition into what can be really daunting, you know, going into, uh, into the upper school in whatever context that would be around the country, but that you are using the language of the arts in whatever way, 
that actually happens to transpire, drama, games, music, whatever, whatever you do, you do full on productions here. This is what is amazing. You don't, you did um, Les Mis. Yeah. What was the age group? So that was 12 to 18. We did it in two weeks. Uh, they got cast in June and then started on the 29th of July. And we were up on the 4th of August. Uh, and we had 12 young people in the band, all grade five and above, most of them were grade seven or eight. One of them was 12, uh, age 12. Uh, we had young people do the sound mixing, live sound mixing. Uh, we had young people call the show, build the barricade, design the projections. Um, they get involved in everything. Uh, we had a young assistant director who's 15, she assisted directing. Um, and we will get them stuck in in whatever we can get them involved in. And you know, most of them won't go into to, to theatre professionally, um, but they'll use those soft skills to be able to do um, different things uh, in their lives. Some of them are now working in the West End. Um, I was going to say, yeah. yeah, yeah. So explain, so, so that, that person's working in the West End came and helped you as well, didn't Yeah, they? so Ed, who... who um, Another Ed. Two Ed's yeah. about the once. Oh, <laughs> he's fantastic. And, uh, and I'm not, is that what you're trying to say? I'm dead, sir. So how do you differentiate your Ed's? <laughs> uh, so I've known him since he was 12, and he's 20, 21 now. Um, and, but he was at the Oast, and uh, he did all my lighting for years, um, and then went off to Brit School, and uh, started like, a friend of mine who is one of our techs needed some work experience kids. So um, I said, Ed, you should apply for this. And he did. And uh, he then um, went and got work on festivals off the back of that. And he's now working on Moulin Rouge. Um, and so last year yeah. I was able to call him up when we had uh, one of our techs went down with COVID and said, Ed, do you, you fancy coming and helping us out? Um, and he did. He said he just had to be up in London by five. Um, and uh, came and we got the experience of having Ed with us for a whole day, which was fantastic. That is brilliant. When you did, I'm going back to Les Mis for a little bit, what was the audience numbers? Uh, it was over a thousand, over five performances. It's just real. I, I, and I know that. Uh, one of the adults that we, we talked to, part of the consultation we're doing, said that they come to see the youth theatre productions, not because of youth theatre productions, because they're just really good productions, which is a testament to you I'm and your crew, of. and rightly so. But that you're actually getting figures of a thousand people to come and see, that's, because let's face it, how many were in the cast so 41 in the cast right so there's no way and you said it yourself there's no way that those 40 well, people thanks for making that public but it, no but i think it's yeah. it's really important because what the point i'm trying to say is your reputation at the trinity theater in tunbridge wells is so good that people will come and see it they don't go mm, or we have to be related or a friend of you come and see it because the color of the work that you're doing is such a high standard and I think that it's a testament to you, your standards and everything else, but that you do all this inclusion stuff is often missing from a youth theatre. You know, we've got a, a, um, a youth theatre thing in our town which doesn't really cater for the, the, the cross-section of people that you do. Certainly doesn't get the audiences you do. Doesn't, and it's quite exclusive, it's probably too expensive and for what it is, and doesn't really have that sort of moral or, or societal care. It's just about making money for the people that run it. 
you're in a completely different scenario where you're actually doing high level standalone and when i say standalone as in they stand out because they're <coughs> good, not like oh you know for a youth thing they're they're good it's like no they're just good but you also do and involve loads of different people from different generations as well because you don't just do your outreach to young people you do dementia uh, workshops and all sorts of stuff it's absolutely phenomenal in fact we spent two days with you i'm tired just listening to the list of stuff that you do thank you no um, you know what i mean it's like quick what we, we talked last night part of our work that we were doing last night when we left you guys was like wait a minute this lot of people are doing three jobs but not three jobs i'm like you're doing three jobs and you're doing them really well no, 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 I don't suggest that part of a consultation is going to say, well, just keep these guys doing three jobs. No, you want aces in the places and you are doing really, really phenomenal stuff because the thing that, as I keep wanting to emphasise, is it's not just that you're doing really high-level, high-performance stuff of uh, of the, the great shows, the Les Mises, which is phenomenal that you would, that anyone would take that on at, at that level and then have such great audiences and great feedback, but that you're doing all this inclusion stuff. And, and it's, it, I don't know, I don't know. The more I heard, I was thinking, well, wait a minute, this can't pop. Oh no, it, it really is. And it's something, I mean, this, this whole Trinity Theatre, I'll keep saying it because our audiences won't know it, but if the people see this all over the country. If you go to Tunbridge Wells, and I would suggest you do, it's a beautiful place, made even more beautiful by people like this man and this crew of people, the volunteers, at this wonderful resource, a community resource, it's called the Trinity Theatre, and we will come back. I would love to see one of Katie's puppet shows. When's that on? Uh, that is on in December, uh, the back half of December. It is called The Princess and the Winter Dragon. And I saw it last year. It is magical and beautiful. And what's the age group? Uh, it is for two to 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 eighty to ten. I can see a little Christmas <laughs> visit to Tunbridge Wells. My little daughter's only four. You gonna say, Ed? You got a daughter? So yes, mate. <laughs> Unlike your mate Ed, who hasn't, right? I've got a bleeding daughter who's four. Adriana, bless her. So actually, no, I'm really I'm being serious. It's, I was I meant to say to Kate when we were doing that consultation bit with you earlier on. It's like, oh. Wait a minute, and then I saw the puppets look amazing. Yeah. So that could be. A, have you got any other? Have you got a Christmas show that the youth theatre do? So the youth theatre are doing Frozen Kids and Frozen Junior. Uh, so Frozen. What, what age is that show for? Uh, well, so as if anyone can sit still in a theatre for half an hour, that that's kind of been. Yeah, you took it to the West End to yeah. see, didn't you? So yeah. this this would be great. That's your youth theatre. Is it any? I don't suppose it's near the time that the puppet show's on, is it? Uh, it's two weeks before. So, yeah. Two, two trips to Tunbridge <laughs> Wells in the space of two weeks. So frozen, two trips frozen. to Tunbridge Wells. <laughs> well, it might be worth it. I think it might, just because I think it'd be in, in, important. I would actually quite love it. I think she would definitely love it. And why not? It's fantastic. Um, I'll try, we'll try, because <laughs> Donna's a godmother, try and make one of those two trips. Um, I'm fascinated to see both things, your youth theatre, but also the, the puppets. I think that's actually quite a unique uh, thing, or certainly um, less, um, 
obtainable around the country. So we'll be back. But listen, I want to say thank you so much. Thank you. Keep up your amazing work. Thank you very much. And if we get a chance to do that film together, mm. huh? be excited. Wouldn't it? <laughs> I'm being serious. I think yeah. it'd be really interesting with your skill set and your people here and, and being inclusive to certain members of your community that don't necessarily have that opportunity. I'm one of those people. You're a great man. You That's do. a wrap. Spinning at a thousand miles an hour. Just another speck in the cosmic shower.